Welcome, everyone, to uh, the Emergency Goalies, a uh, Blackhawks podcast. And uh, today we have a guest. Uh, we have, of course, Michael, as always, and then Katie. And I'm going to let you say your name because I'm always scared of saying your name, which I know isn't fair, but. <laughs> it's Dwarzynski. Yes, Dwarzynski. Okay. And I'm sure many of you know uh, Katie from Twitter. She's got a lot of uh, great puns that she does on Twitter, but also <laughs> um, a lot of great sports, especially and in our situation here. She likes the Blackhawks and talks a lot about the Blackhawks. So I thought she'd be a good guest to have on our podcast. And of course, there is no uh, recap this week. I mean, I guess we could recap the All-Star game, but I mean, why even bother? There was one Blackhawk, Kane, scored two goals. And did anyone else have anything to add about the All-Star game? I do not. I did not watch it. Didn't have – I didn't know anything that occurred in it. Uh, the only thing I saw was uh, a little bit of the skills competition highlights with uh, um, Kendall Coyne and the fastest skater competition, and that was it. Yep. Yeah, same for me. I didn't watch, and I just saw a few quick highlights. Yeah, the most I gathered from the whole All Star thing was that um, they, uh, you know, Katie from Team USA, Coil, um, had a great, you know, was in the fastest skater competition, and then the other day, Pierre Maguire like was Ugh. like being a <laughs> jerk to her or something. I don't no, know he was details. totally mansplaining. It was just awful. It was embarrassing. Yeah. The guy's been embarrassing the NHL and NBC for years, uh, but now, as far as I'm concerned, they have actionable reason for just firing him. He was, and then he put out a weird apology thing today that wasn't really an apology, which just made it worse. Yeah, the old non-apology apology. <laughs> well, he's always been a weird guy and. In general, but yeah, this this that wasn't that's not good. But that's what yeah. he did. Yeah. Yep, it was bad. We'll have to get a new guy to really awkwardly interview players after the game. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I guess um, we'll we'll move on to some. Oh, there is one piece of news. I guess uh, Henry Yokiharu got uh, sent down to the minors uh, today. And yeah, I thought I'd ask you, Michael. You, do you like this move or kind of annoying? Well, or? we we kind of speculated on it uh, last week uh, where we thought one of either Forsling or Yoki Haru would go down. Those are the only two waiver-eligible guys that they have. And uh, as of right now, they have a little bit of a log jam with the number of defensemen that they have. So I, I was kind of expecting it to be Forsling um, just because he's been up and down a couple of times, but I don't really have too much of an issue with it. At least at this point Um, with the trade deadline coming up, I do expect the Blackhawks to move at least one, if not two defensemen uh, just to free up some roster space. So I expect Yoki Haru will be back up at that point. Now, if that does not occur and they keep him down there for longer or they kind of yo-yo him back up and forth, you know, back up and down. 
uh, then I'll have a bit of an issue with it. But if we're just talking a couple of weeks, letting him get first pairing minutes down in Rockford, I, I no, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think, Katie? Uh, I would agree. I think for the most part, I understand the move and I guess it's what they have to do. I don't think it's a huge deal at this point. I think, yeah, that's probably, that's probably the best to, to, um, you know, let him, let him keep developing. I don't think it's going to damage him too bad to be, I mean, he, they already loaned him out for, um, the world junior. So I don't think this will do any more damage. Yeah. And I mean, we talked about it at that point, you know, missing a few games here or there is not going to, uh, impact his development all that much. Um, you know, especially in the cases where the world world juniors or going down to the AHL where he's going to be playing anyway, it just, it, it's not a huge deal to me. I, I know fans freak out or at least some fans freak out about it, but I just, it, it doesn't really make that much of a difference to me. I just, I, I want them as long as they have a plan in place where, you know, they foresee the path back to the NHL for him. Cause yeah, I mean, he's been struggling a little bit of late, but for the majority of the season, he was one of their top two or three defensemen. Um, and on, in some games he was their best defenseman. So if he's hitting the wall and, you know, he's just tiring out, uh, cause he's playing against, you know, adults for the first time in a much longer season, then yeah, I don't have a problem with them lessening his workload. Um, but you know, if it's just a matter of, oh, we've got too many guys and we just need to get rid of somebody and then they don't end up trading any of those guys, then that's when I would have a problem with it. As long as they have a plan in place, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. Okay. Um, so I guess since you're our guest, Katie, I'll ask you, um, do you have a favorite Blackhawks player right now in this current team? Um, well, I feel like my perpetual favorite is Jonathan Taves. I know that's like a stock answer for a lot of people. Um, and I know he's maybe not quite at the level he was a few years ago, but I think, uh, on and off the ice, he is enjoyable to watch. And I think even this season when it hasn't been going well, he's given good answers that are like a good mix of taking responsibility for stuff. But also sometimes, I mean, these guys are human and it can't be fun to have the results they have. So I think he handles his position on the team as sort of a spokesperson at some times in the locker room really well. And when he's playing well, he's really fun to watch. Yeah. And this year he actually is having his best year in a long time. Yeah. I'm glad to see him get back sort of to what he was after a rough time for a while. Yeah. You know, Sean, you bring it up. Do you have a favorite player? Cause I have no idea if you do or not. You know, I've been thinking about this. Um, I really like to bring it hmm. and I don't, yeah, yeah, I just, I like guys that can score a lot and it's just like, yeah, I, I just, yeah, he's my favorite guy. I think right now. Hmm. That's cool. How about you? Uh, you know, I haven't really recovered and, uh, chosen because, uh, my two favorite guys on the team were, uh, Hosa and, and Jalmerson. So, um, both of those guys, gone and now property of the coyotes I, I i haven't uh i haven't taken that leap to to, to pick out a new guy yeah uh, you know what by the way from our last show i never looked up if eric does what year eric does a won the uh 
All-Star Game MVP. I was going to, and I forgot. My guess is it's probably it was around 99 or 2000, somewhere around there. Okay. That'd be my right. guess. I guess then we can move on to the other. Do you have a favorite all-time player, Katie? Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I could pick a favorite all-time player. I'm really bad at narrowing things down like that. <laughs> could you do, like, a top three? <laughs> Uh, wow. I probably really have to think about it. I am so bad at making lists of things. Um, I did also really, really like Nicholas Jalmerson though. He was one of my favorites too. And I was really, really sad when he got traded. Yeah. Yep. Um, but Michael's of course is Eric does if you can't, he really liked Eric does <laughs> not. Well, I did like Eric does He was not my favorite player though. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So who was it? Oh, uh, you know, honestly, um, I guess just, you know, I, I don't think, I, I think everybody's favorite player was of all time is probably who their favorite player was when they were, when they were a kid. Cause you know, that's, that's kind of the point where your, your fandom obsession usually, <laughs> uh, where you idolize people, I suppose. Um, so I guess I would have to say, if I'm being completely honest, it would have been Chelios. Okay. So despite the, uh, the pain that came later on in his career, um, that was my guy through the nineties, you know? So yeah, just pretend he was never on the Red Wings. <laughs> I am very good at doing that. I, as far as his <laughs> career ended, uh, the day he was traded. That's right. And I guess then mine would probably be Tony Amani. Uh, cause I, I liked Ronick too as a kid, but uh, Amani is probably my favorite of all time. So, my brother liked Gronick, so I was like, I can't, I can't like the same player as my brother. So, <laughs> that, that's a fair, that's a fair reason. Yep. Yeah, same with the Cubs. Like he was a Mark Grace guy, so I was like, no, nah, I can't be a Mark Grace guy. Mm-hmm. I always liked Mark Grace as a kid. He wasn't my favorite though, but <laughs> so. Anyway, that's how I chose Dawson. Okay. But anyway. Back to the Blackhawks. Yes, this is this isn't a baseball podcast. It's a hockey podcast. <laughs> All right, we can talk other things. Chicago, anyway. It was a football podcast a couple weeks ago. So, hey, congratulations to your Rams, by the way. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> they made they made the Super Bowl, so I guess that's, that's right. pretty good. If I'm not mistaken, I think Katie, you kind of like the Patriots. They aren't your favorite. I do. Team. They're not my favorite. They're my favorite consistently good. Um, when the bears were much less good, I decided I needed to have a team that was enjoyable to watch. And then I could pretty much guarantee winning to balance out the bears. Uh, so that was the Patriots. I was also a teenage girl and thought Tom Brady was cute. So that had a little bit of impact also. Nope. That, that's fair. Nothing wrong <laughs> with that. I don't care enough about football anymore to have like teams that I despise or anything anymore. So I, I know there's a lot of fans out there that are like, tired of watching the Patriots and have, I just, I don't care though if they're good. So, Hey, you can more power to them to get, to get in there again. So, um, games that don't involve the bears. I, I really don't, uh, have any rooting interest in. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, like, I, honestly, I, in the last five years, I think I've only watched the super bowl like three times. So, yeah, well, I'm going to be, I don't want to be greedy either. I'm just glad they made it. So they don't win. That's fine. Cause I mean, I 14 years without making the playoffs is a long time. So, (laughs) well, I'll, I'm going to be watching the super bowl this year and I'll be rooting for the Rams for you. 
Okay. And I guess if you, you can brag a little bit, Katie, if the Patriots win. <laughs> I think it would be a cool story if the Rams won. I will cheer for the Patriots, but I would not be sad if the Rams won. Okay, well, I think I'll take that. So. <laughs> is, is my memory correct in that didn't the Rams and the Patriots play in the Super Bowl like 15 years ago? Um, well, yes. there's some experts out there that say that happened, but... Personally, I don't remember it, so I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, yeah, I, I thought that there was was that the first Brady Super Bowl win. I can't even remember now. I, well, this game that may have happened, it yes. was, and they Patriots may have been 14 point underdogs, but you know it's weird. I remember the Rams winning the NFC Championship, and then like nothing happened after that. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know what happened. It's just like my Chelios selective memory. I'm I'm okay with that. Exactly. It's just like, I know there was a World Series in 2003, but I don't know who played in it. I mean, the Cubs won the division series, but after that, I don't know what happened. I know. They were, <laughs> they were up 3-1 to one in the championship series. I'm sure it, uh, it, it turned out well. Yeah, I guess they, they stopped playing after that. It was weird. Right, well, we should probably get back to hockey, though. Yes, we should. Uh, <laughs> so, of course, it, it, the, if you haven't figured out, we come into these with absolutely no plan or anything so this is totally winging it that totally works for me i also do not typically plan stuff so we're all on the same page great all right well i guess we should um the blackhawks have a long have had a long time off they've been haven't played since when last thursday last tuesday last tuesday so that's about 10 days off so Mm -hmm. do you think there's going to be rust when they come back what do you think we're going to see from Um, Well, they're playing a pretty good Buffalo team on Friday. Um, It's so hard to tell with the Blackhawks these days. I mean, occasionally they come up with a really good game where, you know, their stars can dominate and, you know, their depth guys don't embarrass themselves and just kind of hold their own. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, they can – they can show up and compete any, any in any particular game, but uh, I'm certainly not going to count on it tomorrow <laughs> happening tomorrow. I, it's uh, yeah. I mean, the the Sabers aren't doing quite as well as they were earlier in the year, but they're still a significantly better team than the Blackhawks. So I'm not expecting a win or anything. Yeah, well, that's what Michael's mantra has been this year. The Blackhawks games they're not very good, but their games are always exciting. <laughs> Blackhawks may be bad, but they're never boring. <laughs> well, I guess we can do a little uh, preview. Um, as you said, they play the Sabres tomorrow night in uh, mm-hmm. Buffalo. And then, oh boy, I know you're very excited for this, Michael. Another outdoor game on Saturday against the Minnesota Wild at the Minnesota Gophers football Seriously? Stadium. Yep. I didn't even know that that was occurring. No, I didn't, nope. I didn't know about it till literally a week, like a week ago, a couple of weeks ago. I was like, "Why is this game on six at six p.m. on NBC?" It made no <laughs> sense to me, and I'm like, "Oh, uh, hmm. I yeah, I had absolutely no idea that was taking place." But I mean, well, hey, uh, it brings in more fans, I guess. So I mean, the Blackhawks are going to continue to be involved in these. Um, I mean, unless their losing ways continue for a couple more years just because they're still going to drive ratings and 
Um, you know, anytime Minnesota, St. Louis, you know, any time of those type of teams are going to get uh, an outdoor showcase game, the Blackhawks are likely to be involved. So, yeah, um, yeah, Katie, we we got we all have to have an intervention for the NHL. We got to say stop putting the Blackhawks in outdoor games, please. Just a year with none of them, right? Yeah, I don't think anyone would mind if the Blackhawks took a year off. I don't even think the Blackhawks would mind if they took a year off from playing outside. Yeah, it's like, we get it. They're playing outside. It's great. You know, the whole concept I, in general is getting kind of run into the ground. But I, I do have to say, we we did uh, kind of crap on the the outdoor game at Notre Dame leading up to that. But then we both ended up kind of enjoying it and thought that it actually went off pretty well and the stadium was full and everybody seemed to be happy. So maybe this one will be the same. Well, our expectations are so low that we were pleasantly surprised. Maybe (laughs) possible. I guess that's possible, but yeah. And, uh, Hey, we, we know who the wild are. They're going to be boring. Um, you know, they're probably going to have one or two lines that are doing good. And the other two are going to be crappy. And, um, I do expect the Blackhawks will be able to uh, hang with them, you know, especially if it is an outdoor showcase game like that, you know, you you know, the stars are going to be amped up. Patrick Kane generally rises to the occasion in uh, games like that. So I, uh, I would expect the Blackhawks to make a pretty good showing of it. Yeah. And um, Katie was, we were talking a little bit before we started recording. She had a pretty good line about the um, wild that she was telling me, um, what was it that they always seemed to underperform except against the Blackhawks? Yeah, I always kind of honestly forget about them, and I feel like they never seem to be that great in any given season, but then they play the Blackhawks, and suddenly they do look pretty good, or the Blackhawks just look really bad. But I feel like they're never very enjoyable games, and they tend to end badly for the Blackhawks. Yeah, there was a game I went to up in Minnesota. Uh, oh, gosh, it was probably seven or eight years ago now. Um, but the Blackhawks got up, I, I want to say it was like four to one, something like that. Um, and, uh, I was, you know, the only Blackhawks fan in the section of, um, the upper deck that I was in and <laughs> I was cheering and, you know, they, all the wild fans were giving me kind of a, you know, a friendly hard time. Um, and, uh, I think it was like two minutes left in the game. Blackhawks were still up. Uh, I want to say it was three goals and the black or, and the wild scored three times in the last two minutes to tie it up. And all those fans were having a, 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 a big laugh at my expense. And then it, <laughs> uh, of course uh, uh, the wild would go on to win it in overtime. And uh, yeah, so they, they got some revenge on me for my, my, uh, my, my cheering at their expense earlier in the game. Mm-hmm. And then uh, of course it being Minnesota in the middle of winter, I got to uh, walk outside in the negative 10 degree weather after that and pout on my way back to my hotel. <laughs> I guess I can ask both of you guys that uh, since you were in the middle of the polar vortex, were you yeah. both holding up? Okay. You're not freezing. It's been yeah. I mean, I haven't enjoyed going outside the times I've had to do it, but or having to wear like 10 layers inside, but I think it's hopefully almost done. Yeah, I know for me, it's, uh, 
uh, it's actually supposed to warm up overnight, which tells you how cold it's been during the day. Um, and uh, I think by tomorrow morning, it's supposed to be back above zero. And I, I think it's supposed to get up to like 15 or 20 degrees tomorrow. Heat wave. Yeah. Well, and then on Saturday, it's supposed to get up over 40 and rain. Yeah, it's going to be gross. All this like snow everywhere is going to melt and be slushy. Yeah. I mean, if if you take wind chill into consideration, uh, we're going to have like a 95 degree swing over a three day period. Um, yesterday it was negative uh, 49 degrees. I think it was the lowest it got with the wind chill. And then uh, on Saturday, it's supposed to be, it was like 40 to 45 or something like that. So yeah, yeah I would rep. Yeah, I would rub it in your guys' face about how it's been 30 degrees in Montana, balmy, but now we're supposed to get like 10 inches of snow this weekend, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a little uh, text message uh, group thing going with my family and my, me and my other brother who lives out in South Dakota, you know, we've been lamenting the, the, uh, the negative 40, negative 50 degree weather. And then uh, my other brother who lives out in Seattle uh, texted me this afternoon and he goes, Hey, here's a flower that's uh, blooming in my yard. So he does not uh, have to suffer through such things in his uh, mild climate up in Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) And there's one more game in this little week coming up. Um, The Blackhawks go to Edmonton to, uh, I guess, a revenge game against their old uh, teammate, Brandon uh, uh, Manning, because everyone wants to see that. I uh, forgot I'm about him. even going to play. <laughs> Have, haven't they started uh, healthy scratching him by now? Haven't they figured out how bad he is? Well, um, they fired their GM, like, what, uh, like five days after they traded for him, so... Hey, they kept him around long enough to let the Blackhawks unload Manning, so I'm I'm happy. But yeah, <laughs> I, um, that was just the latest in a long string of terrible moves by that guy. So I'm glad they they stuck with him just long enough to help the Blackhawks out. Yep, and of course, uh, I guess with the Oilers, you got to worry about Connor McDavid, but you got to feel bad for <laughs> yeah, you got you got to feel bad for Connor McDavid at this point. Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah, it would uh, it would uh, certainly be best for him and the NHL to get him out of there, or get um, you know a better front office up there that's actually able to build a team around him. Because uh, having your best player uh, essentially in NHL Siberia is not uh, the greatest way to handle it. Yep, so. just trade him to the Blackhawks, right? <laughs> I know they have no prospects at all to give give up for him, but yeah, yeah, I, I I don't foresee the Oilers trading him unless he demands it. So, yep. But anyway, yeah, I you know it'll be it, it. Games between the Oilers and the Blackhawks are generally very high scoring and fast paced and fun. So, uh, we at least got that going for us. Yep. So that that's the week ahead, and I guess we should probably wrap this up. I think we've covered a lot of ground in a week where there was no hockey. Yeah, the mean, Blackhawks to talk about. <laughs> None of us even watched the the All Star game. So <laughs> we didn't have a whole lot to recap. 
That's right. Um, so, of course, uh, this is where we give our um, STH85 on uh, Twitter. Michael MG underscore Ernst. Uh, Katie. K-D-Z-W-I-E-R-Z-Y-N-S-K-I. All right. Um, well, that's all we have for this week. Uh, you can always subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Just look up Emergency Goalies. And until next episode where we actually will have hockey to talk about. Uh, and I think that's all. Oh, and of course, Katie, thank you for coming on. Sure. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you.